Good morning. It is Monday, May the 8th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's kick off our week with a prayer, a prayer that can bring us together and orient our entire being, our personhood, our every bit of it, and our life together orient us to ultimate reality. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a holy living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our entry today is called Faith, From Beliefs to Believing. Our text is Romans chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. Hear the word of the Lord. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh, discovered in this matter. If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. Let's reach back to that first mic drop in Romans chapter 1. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last. Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. So far, we have learned a lot about a so-called righteousness that comes by striving and struggling and trying to justify yourself by good behavior and through following the rules. This would be the way of self-reliance that leads to self-righteousness. And though we are no longer Jews trying to keep the Mosaic Law, this impulse and mode of operation is alive and well in human beings to the present day. Self-righteousness that comes from self-reliance moving toward self-justification is not righteousness at all. Rather, it is a form of slavery. In fact, it is a counterfeit righteousness. 
Paul contrasts the gospel of Jesus Christ as being about a righteousness that is being revealed from heaven. This is not a righteousness that can be worked for or somehow achieved or earned. It is a gift that comes by grace through faith. It can only be received. The fact that it is being revealed means we could have never figured it out, much less invented it ourselves. And what is this righteousness? It is the deep longing of our hearts for the deep rightness of true goodness. I would say it is the holy fire that burns at the intersection of justice and mercy and of forgiveness and peace and of love and faith. Admittedly, these are idealistic, abstract values until they all show up in perfect union in the same person, the Holy One of God, Jesus of Nazareth, the Messiah. Jesus Christ is the revelation of the righteousness of God. And in receiving him, his life, death, resurrection, and ascension, through faith, our lives become restored, redeemed, and refashioned to live faithfully as the image bearers of God for our good, others' gain, and God's glory. The word faithful sounds like effort, but it actually means something more like the energy of God, as in faithful. We are not filled with our own faith, but by the very faith of the indwelling presence of Jesus Christ himself. It's why Scripture will later call him both the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Faith is not something we are trying to do well or to somehow get right. It is rather an immersive participation in the very life of God on earth as it is in heaven. To be full of faith is to be infused by the life of God in such a way that crucifies our old sin-sick life and reveals our resurrected life in Jesus Christ, filled by the Holy Spirit to live the glorious life human beings were originally intended to live. All along, from the very first day to the present day, from first to last, we were intended to live by faith. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Part of our problem comes in the way we interchangeably use the terms believe and faith. We quickly move from the word believe to beliefs, and faith morphs from the risk of believing God 
to the relative safety of our beliefs about God. Notice the text does not say Abraham believed in God. It says Abraham believed God, which is to say he staked his very life and future on God. We'll pick up there tomorrow. The prayer. Jesus, we belong to you. Yes, Jesus, I belong to you. Thank you for the gospel through which you revealed to us in your life, death, resurrection, ascension, and reign a righteousness that is from first to last by faith. Give us this faith that we might receive this gift of grace and so live into and out of this righteousness. Holy Spirit, shift us from believing in things about God to actually believing God. Praying in Jesus' name, amen. The question, how would you define and describe what faith is? Is it a belief or is it believing? And how do you see the difference? The hymn. Today we're going to sing Fairest Lord Jesus. Many of you know that one. If not, you're going to love learning it. And you're going to want to sing it again. It's hymn number 113 in our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. And haven't said it in a while, but love for you to order a copy. It might take us a little bit to get it to you. I think we may be sold out. There may be a few left. Get an order in. There's nothing like thumbing through the pages of a hymnal. And this is the best hymnal that's been made in a hundred years. We're so excited about it. All right, so I'm on my page 113. Are you? And here we go. We're going to sing all four verses. Fairest Lord Jesus, ruler of all nature, O Thou of God and man the Son, Thee will I cherish, Thee will I honor, Thou my soul's glory, joy, and crown. Fair are the meadows, fairer still the woodlands, robed in the blooming garb of spring. Jesus is fairer, Jesus is purer, who makes the woeful heart to sing. Fair is the sunshine, 
fairer still the moonlight, and all the twinkling starry host. Jesus shines brighter, Jesus shines purer than all the angels heaven can boast. Beautiful Savior, Lord of all the nations, Son of God, and Son of Man. Glory and honor, praise, adoration, now and forevermore be thine. That last verse always gets me. It's it's just like you shift from singing about Jesus to singing straight to him. Beautiful Savior, Lord of all the nations, Son of God and Son of Man. Glory and honor. Praise, adoration, now and forevermore be thine. This song was written in 1677. Looks to be by a German composer, translated in 1873. Well, it's Monday. It's still Monday. We are about to kick this week off. I want you to just to begin to be still before the Lord and ask Him to bring to mind someone, maybe a few people. Just be still and invite Him to bring people to mind. I want you to receive whoever comes to your mind as from the Lord as your invitation to just begin to pray for them and to offer yourself in some form of love to them. How might you sow seed of blessing, of encouragement, of hope, of faith, of empathy? How might you reach out to them? And it could be that it's just the person and you just need to call them and be present to Jesus as you do and see what he does in the midst of it. He's wanting to be you to them today, this week, somehow. It's a way of sowing for awakening. All right, that's your assignment this morning. Look forward to hearing about how that goes. Maybe write me and tell me. Maybe I'll tell some stories along the way this week if I hear some. I'll see you on the field, and I'll be that guy waving for the awakening. I am J.D. Walt. 
We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.